Welcome to the Angelscapes podcast, where you're encouraged to uncover and develop a direct connection with your soul's power, wisdom, and spiritual intuition that is ready to blossom. We'll explore new ideas, compelling tips, and real steps to help you learn simple spiritual practices. We're a safe place to learn more about accessing your soul's power with education and spiritual wholeness that could bring more clarity to your life. Now here's your host, a practicing medium, Akashic Records practitioner, spirit artist, coach, and mentor, Dr. Reverend Nancy Smith. Do you know what it takes to be a reverend and a pastor in a spiritualist community? And what does it mean to be in a spiritualist community? What are, what are all the gifts that, that are around you? Hello, this is Angelscapes, and I am your host, Nancy Smith, and join me um, in this episode is Reverend Mary Giovanni. She's the pastor of the Greater Boston Church of Spiritualism, and Mary's going to talk to us about spiritualism. She's going to talk to us about all the years she's been a pastor and and her experiences and her experiences as a um as somebody who's welcoming people into the community, uh, Mary has taught and guided countless people on their spiritualist journeys. And what is it like to welcome folks who share a common vision? So welcome, Reverend Mary. Oh, it's great to be here. And thank you for having me on. It's great to get information out there to people about what spiritualism is, what the churches do, and how important they are as community, the people of like mind. Oh my gosh, like-minded. Um, I want to quickly say that the Greater Boston Church of Spiritualism is in Arlington. I, I, mm -hmm. uh, if you want to share the address, um, you can go ahead and do that. Is it? Sure, it's 19 Academy Street in Arlington. It's in a Masonic Center temple. Okay. Yeah. And if you if you want to find Mary's church, um, it's the Greater Boston Church of Spiritualism .com. That's correct. Yeah. Well, it's a hopping church. There's a lot of stuff going on in, in yeah. there. Um, so tell me a little bit about your your uh, your work, your, um, I don't say your daily work, uh, but, but I think you do something every day for the church. You're, you're very involved. Pretty much, you know, once the classes begin, we try, I think education is the most important thing. And we have church services on Sundays. We're on Zoom this next Sunday, and then we go back to our physical space in September. September 10th is our first service back because the building gets so hot in the summer, we go to Zoom you know, for July and August. It's a beautiful um, building, absolutely gorgeous. But I was in there and, and then when you said it gets hot and I'm looking around going, yeah, I can see how this building could get really hot. It has yeah. all the um, um, woodwork. The windows. <laughs> There's no windows in the, in the sanctuary. So it gets very hot. So we've decided to just go to Zoom in the summer. So, and you get a lot of people going on vacation, not that many people are coming out and it's easy to jump on Zoom, you know, and then go about your day. You know, they're not giving up the, a lot of time. So uh, we continue the services, but this Sunday will be our last one on Zoom. And then we go back September 10th. And then once, once we go back, then we really roll. We really start getting busy. We have, um, I have a, mediumship class that meets on Monday. I have a new ministry class that's starting 
in September. We have a healing development class on Wednesdays. And in October, we have an introduction to spiritualism class, which I like to do a few times a year for people that are new to spiritualism, want to get some sort of an idea of what this religion is all about. So we cover the philosophy, the principles, the history. We cover energy. We cover healing. We touch on mediumship and uh, explore the history of mediumship. And um, we go a little bit into the Bible and what the spiritualist view of the Bible is and other sacred texts. So it covers a lot of information over an eight-week period. But you get an idea. We really delve deeper into natural law. And it prepares people to get into the rest of the classes. You know, if you get that foundation and then you choose to be a member of the church and jump into development classes, then you have an idea of what this is about before you attempt the development process. If somebody's going to come into your church for the first time ever, what brings people to the church, for instance, and then and what can they expect in the service? Yeah, well, the service has, um, as you know, we have meditation during the service that prepares people for the healing portion. We have laying on a hands healing. People sit in the chair and receive that healing light. And there's an inspirational talk by the medium and then the spirit communication. So there's messages every single week. And um, I think that's a great gift. And what I always try to bring is the wisdom of spirit. You know, we want to get the evidence, who it is we're talking about, prove who it is. And then we ask them, what did you learn in your life? You know, because we can learn so much from our spirit loved ones. So when we really dig deeper into how they, what they learned, we can use that information to live better lives. And that's really what it's about. I think that's what a true spiritualist is, someone who listens to the communication and uses it in their lives to live a better way, to live in a better way. That's a true spiritualist. It's not just the belief that life continues, but it's using that in your everyday life and listening to that wonderful wisdom the spirit world has. Yeah, because um, give me an example of a message or kinds of messages from spirit that touch people and, and really help them? Uh, oh, well, <laughs> in a million ways, they touch people. Yeah, um, but so many come through and say, you know, I didn't share, I didn't share who I was. I didn't live to my full potential. I didn't reach for the stars. I didn't go for what I had inside of me. And I think that's an important message for everyone that we all have something special inside and we can either shovel it in and hide it away or we can develop it and let it come out and let our true self really thrive. And a lot of people don't let them themselves do that and then they go to the spirit world and say wow I could have done this I could have been that you know I had all this talent in me and I just didn't think I was good enough so I didn't share it and and it's I think they look at their lives and we'll all look at our lives when we get to the spirit world and we'll say oh did I live to my full potential did I give everything right so, you know, I, I know I read something years ago. It was like, I want to screech, screech to the grave saying I used everything I had. 
you know, I want to go empty when I get to the spirit world and say, I used everything. And I feel like that's what we need to do. We have to reach and just, just give what you have, just give who you are, because that's what encourages everyone else to be who they are. You know, when you see somebody really living their dream, really uh, sharing who they are with the world, you're inspired to do the same. And I think so many people go to spirit and they come back and say, I didn't live to my full potential. Yeah. I, or I didn't share all the love I had inside of me. I didn't tell people how I felt. Well, you it's know? Like a community too of everyone doing that. Yeah. Yeah. At least yeah. Half of them doing that. Um, the, you uh, can get a lot of support, I would think. Um, sure. Yeah. 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 Now, Let's talk a little bit about the classes. You had you have the introduction to spiritualism classes, and uh, and then you have the mediumship classes. And um, who would you recommend take these different classes? Well, I think when people take the introduction class, I get a feel for whether they're really meant to be healers or mediums, whether they have a gift to be a medium, whether they have the desire and the dedication to be a medium. You know yourself, you have to be dedicated if you want to really become a good medium. You know, everyone may be able to make that connection to their loved ones and feel the presence of spirit. But if you want to really work with your mediumship, you have to be dedicated to do that. You have to commit, you know. And so when you go to sit in a mediumship circle, you want to commit to being there every week, to really giving it your all, to let go of everything and just be present with spirit and allow yourself to go through that development process and have patience with yourself. It takes time. Yes. You know, it takes time. Yeah, I, I, I have talked to some of the newbie um, to become mediums and they um often want a year, two years, and I'm in it. I'm like, no, I, it, it, it could take five years. They take many years where you, where you reach certain levels of understanding yourself and understanding your connection to spirit and then, and then really hearing spirit. Um, so much of it is your own internal spiritual development. Yeah. You have to develop in order to bring forth those gifts. You have to live in that vibration of love all the time in order to really be in that connection with spirit. It's not just, oh, I'm going to go to circle on Wednesday and I'll be loving then, but then I'll go out in the world and not be so loving. Well, it's not going to work. <laughs> you know, we, we have to really uh, dig deep and discover who we are and bring forth that beautiful spirit that lies within, that loving, kind, generous uh, spirit that cares for people because the basis of mediumship is love if you can if you're not loving the spirit communicator the person receiving the message then you're not going to do a good job it's all about love you have to be in that vibration vibration which takes us back to the healing aspect of spiritualism which is um, moving you into that love helping you to understand that love. let's talk about the do you teach, you teach healing classes as well yes. Yes, and I think healing is the beginning of mediumship. You really have to be a healer to be a medium. 
you know, you have to open up to bring that divine light through you to connect to the divine light and to be a feel yourself a part of that and allow it when you feel that flowing through you, it helps to expand you and lift your vibration enough so you can you're ready to allow the spirit loved ones to then come in. Because I always say we go to God first, and then the spirit loved ones come through that connection. I love that. I love that. You know, I've been doing mediumship for years and years. Um, and I feel I over time, I always hit this point where I have to return back to the healing, where I, I'm almost taking for granted, I find myself, you know, I admit it, I'll take for granted that I, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to sit down and do the mediumship and connect. And then every once in a while, spirit, well, it's, it's like I need to oil the wheel. It gets rusty. And I'm in um. So I, I have been really working hard at integrating healing into my mediumship um, mm -hmm. and what I in, in what I'm doing and whether it's um, from heart to heart healing without saying a word about it or, or whether it's just, I, you know, talking about healing during a mediumship um, um, session. Do you are you do you do private medium sessions? Yes. Yeah, I do in my office. Yeah. And healing sessions and counseling, you know, as people need it, I'm available. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I don't advertise, but. <laughs> well, they can be through your church, but I've just, um, yeah. you, I, I just have seen you as being a very um, astute medium, a very, a very uh, loving, caring person. And um, I was just wondering if you offered it. And then, um, I have so many questions. Let's go back and talk about the church a little bit, the history of the church. Sure. It started okay. in 1986, it was born? 1986, it was born. Yes, it was born. I wasn't part of it in 1986. I didn't come in until the 90s. Um, but um, it was created, uh, Reverend Earl Myers was the first pastor, and he came from the Swanska Church. Okay. And he opened the church with his wife. And they were part of National when they started. And then they became part of the American Federation of Spiritist Churches. Okay. Um, so when I joined, we were part of the American Federation. I came in in the 90s, somewhere in there. So in 92, 94, somewhere around there. And we were part of the American Federation. Uh, and that had originally been 10 churches that broke off of national. And then little by little, they can't, the churches left to become independent. And I think we were one of the last churches to leave the American Federation and become an independent church. Could um, you explain a little bit um, for people who aren't, you know, don't know what you've got the, um, the national and then you've got the American. What, what were their philosophies? It doesn't, doesn't even exist anymore because we were one of the last, it was only, I think when I left, there were, um, when we left, there were just the two churches left okay. at the same time, one of the churches in Florida left. So it was just left with the one church. So kind of didn't exist anymore. <laughs> um, but it, it was a parent body, you know, that kind of oversaw um, the education and um, you know yourself in spiritualism, we're independent, <laughs> we're independent souls. And um, I think nobody, we don't, I guess you just don't wanna be put in a box. You always need to be able to expand and we have to be able to expand with spirit. 
you know, spirit is telling us something that's different from what we had in a coursework uh, 20 years ago, then we have to go with that. You know, we have to expand with the information we're getting today because I think spirit is always working to keep us more in tune with life in the generation we're living. And I feel like each generation either needs something a little tiny bit different or, or they have a different understanding that they would have had say 60 years ago um yeah. they're ready to hear certain things that they weren't ready to hear then and, and so yeah, you're always evolving uh, so you have to be open to that and i think we can't sometimes you feel under a parent body that uh you're in a box and you have to do things a certain way and you can't change things and spiritualism to me i always say it's an open to a religion we we uh we do have the ability to change and evolve and grow we're not static like which many religions are they they have their book and that's it you know and we don't we we're always evolving we're always listening to spirit we're always learning and I think the spirit's evolving right along with us yeah. and seeing what serves humanity. You know, it's really. one of the hallmarks of, of the Greater Boston Spiritual Churches, uh, your church was when I, I, I just jump around, I serve lots of different churches and I listen to the, the philosophies and the, what the pastors say, if the pastor's there. And uh, what struck me with your church is the uh, progression of it how many um, aspects you've embraced and how, how you teach people a, a, a deep, it just seems like there's many levels, layers. Um, mm -hmm. Really enjoy. I, I, that's why I wanted to have you on because I just enjoy talking with you so much about your how you look at spiritualism and how you view your church. And, and it is a very lively bunch of people over there. It, yeah. <laughs> Well, we used to be even more lively when we were in Watertown. We were in Watertown for 30 years and we had we had access to the building all the time. We rented, but uh, we rented from the Masons, but we had access a lot. So we had fears every month. We had dinners. We had concerts. We had demonstrations. There was always something going on. We don't have the building as often. So the classes come out of my office, which is in Watertown, and then we're just in the building um, on Sundays. So um, we don't have the opportunity to do as much, though. We'll start, we're going to have a fear this year at the 440 Post. So we're trying to expand out. And I'll never, I still want to go back to Watertown. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. Maybe uh, something will open up for you again in Watertown. I hope, I hope I so. I hope so. Yeah, I keep putting it out there to spirit. But, you know, when it's right, it will happen will happen question spirit well let's let me ask you this um um where did i go with this question um you're having these events let's go and talk a little bit about the events you're having a fair coming september um october, october 14th october 14th and um mediums card readers uh vendors and raffles and it's a fundraiser for the church yeah and we have dominic bow coming in september to do a wonderful workshop uh mediumship with a message 
Oh, that's he's a great teacher, really is. And um, so he's coming in to teach mediums from whoever it's open to anyone. And we have we have plenty of room because <laughs> it's going to be at the church. When oh. I have him in the office, I have to limit the space, but in the church we can hold a lot more people. So um, it is open. We still have availability for that if people want to sign up for it. Um, you can actually do it on Dominic's website. Okay. He makes it nice and easy for me. <laughs> but, but there's a link from your church. I think I went onto your site. Uh, nice. Yeah, you, you can call. You can come on to our church, and um, you just need to contact me. And there's a link to pay for it. I think on our website. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be the Greater Boston Church of Spiritualism dot com. Yeah. yeah. And if those people are listening on Facebook Live, I just posted the link so they can go on and check it right. out. Yeah. And they can always email me because I'm happy to answer any questions anybody has or, you know, explain. Because <laughs> some people, sometimes they can't get on one side and then they call me and we, we deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. So you're on Facebook as Mary D. Giovanni. And on us, Reverend Mary D. Giovanni. Reverend Mary yeah. D. Giovanni. And then would you, um, and then you look at, watch your messages and um, your, your, those little messages. My email, yeah. The email is healergbcs at hotmail.com. Healer, I'm going to put that in here. So healergbcs at hotmail.com. That's how you can. Great. You got it. Um, so good, good, good. Um, so you talked about um, you are an affiliate of the Spiritualists United Network. This is kind of a recent thing that's coming up. Yes, um, it is. You talk a little bit about that because I'm very excited about it. I, I think there's a whole new concept in um, in networking with spiritualism and churches. So. Uh, Spirit gave me that name because, you know, when we left the American Federation, I wanted to work with other pastors, but, you know, I thought I want an organization that there's no money and no power because in organizations, when money's involved and power and hierarchy, that's when you run into problems. And we need to work together as pastors for their education of our people. So um, I connected with Reverend Kathleen from Onset and Reverend Jason from Swampscott. We get along tremendously. And um, I shared my courses. I wrote the healing and the mediumship course. I shared mine with them. And Jason has shared the uh, ministry course that he put together with us. And we each tweak it to make it our own. You know, Kathleen has taken the courses I wrote and added, you know, and tweaked it to fit what she wanted to teach in hers. And I do the same with the ministry. But basically, we're teaching the same thing and we're supporting each other's students. So when I have mediums that need to go out and practice and work in other churches and they go to onset to Reverend Kathleen or they go to Swampscott with Reverend Jason and everyone in the, those churches are welcome to serve us as well. And we just work together to help support each other because you can't be in this religion by yourself. No. But also you don't want to be in a, in a 
power um, organization. You know, in every organization, there's issues. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and who's in charge and who's the boss? And I don't want any bosses. We work together. We're all equal, you know? So it works beautifully. And when I, I said to Spirit, well, what should our organization be? And they said, the sun. Spiritual United Network, be the sun in the world and share the education and the light that that we want to bring through you. Wonderful. So that's what we are. We're the sun. And, we're the sun. Um, so it's the sun welcome other churches or other other. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'd welcome anyone who wants to um, participate. Churches. Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. We're, we're there to support, you know. I feel like when I channel information from spirit and put together courses uh, through spirit, it's not just for me, it's for everyone, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, we charge some, we charge some money for to support our churches with the courses, but um, that, you know, that's one of the reasons why they've given it to us as well to keep the churches going. You know, it's important to keep the churches going. Yes. And without mediums trained properly, we won't. True that. That is so true. I agree. I agree. It's, it's a passion of mine as well. Now, I wanted to ask you, um, we're just chatting and I, I trying to, and I think of things, hopefully they connect, sure. but um, you had mentioned, um, I feel like a lot of people come to spiritualism. This is not something you said, but but I've heard many times people come to spiritualism kind of later in their life. Yes. There's not a lot of people raised within the church. It's usually the churches that they were at has failed them or they have challenges in their life and they spiritualism brings them um, kind of some information and answer. And I, and I feel one of the biggest reasons people will reach out to a spiritualist churches is that they've lost somebody in their life and they can't come to understand it or they or they need to come to peace or or the grief is um you need a hand with the grief and you were just talking before we started the show about um about seeing people um and as they um how is it the there's no reason why you can't experience spirit during the course of passing or right after the passing you said it beautifully so i'm not going to try to explain it but would you like to talk about that a little bit more uh, well, sure. I can't ever repeat the same words that I've said. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I hope it comes out the same way. <laughs> but I think we all have the ability to experience the energy of our loved ones after they've passed uh, or during the passing. You know, at a wake, you can feel them present. And I always experience them at their funeral going home. And, you know, today my sister-in-law's was my sister-in-law's funeral. And um, I was blessed to be able to be with her, you know, during her process of passing and through her illness. Um, I got to help her in, in my small way. You know, I think we're so blessed when people share that part of their process of en the end of their lives with us because you know I've experienced many passings and they're all beautiful you know they're all different but they're all so very special it's a real special moment in people's lives that that moment that they pass over to the spirit world but I think when I 
I so many times I can feel who is bringing them home. Oh. And so today when I was at that funeral, I could feel this was my husband's sister that passed. I could feel my husband. I could see her son who had passed years before, just beaming that his mother was home. I could feel her mother and her father. So it, when you can get a sense of, even though I'm so sad that she passed, I'm so joyful that all I felt was joy at her homecoming. You know, they were like, oh, come on. You know, they all embraced her. She was like in the middle of them all. And it just is so nice to know, you know, we don't have to hope, are they okay? We know they're okay. We know they're embraced with love when they pass to the spirit side. And, and that's one of the greatest gifts spiritism brings to help you understand and know that life continues on, that we just shed these physical bodies. That's not who we are. We're spirit all the time. And so they become free in their spirit to go and be with the loved ones that have been missing them just as much as we miss them, they miss us. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's just, it's something really special that I think when you come into spiritualism, you learn how to connect first to the divine, to God. You know, that's that's like the number one. The first thing I teach people is healing and to how to connect to that divine spirit, how to bring that healing light into their hearts and bring it out through them into the world around them. And once we're connected to that light, we're able to connect to our guides and our teachers and our angels and feel that love and support that's there for us. And then we can connect to our loved ones as well. But feeling that presence, I remember that's the biggest thing that changed my life was feeling that presence of support, knowing I'm never alone. No matter where I am, I always have the help I need. You know, my guides, my teachers, my loved ones, the infinite source is right there. Mm -hmm. I don't have to go anywhere to find them. They're right there. I can access them anytime. And when we begin to open and experience that as we go through development, then we're able to see uh, uh, what's happening when our loved one is passing, to know who's there to bring them home. And that's such a gift. It is, it is, it is. And I, I, the thing that is amazing to me about the spiritual um, service is that we, you said this earlier, we, um, the mediums are, do mediumship. They are proving the continuity of life. They're bringing the loved ones through for the people in the congregation. And you can see the presence. You can hear the presence of spirit um, mm -hmm. as the medium brings them through. And every week that, that there's mediumship in the services, that's what makes it, so different than any other we any other religion is that we stand on the platform and prove the presence Every week you're proving it yeah. yeah so 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 even if people are coming in brand new and are a little hesitant or scared which that's sure. um, are nervous that um just come to a few services and and um it, and just watch until yeah. you feel comfortable with the concept and you, and you understand and ask questions, ask a lot of questions, especially if Mary's there, ask her a lot of questions. She's got a lot of answers, but, um, but I love uh, questions. 
Whenever I teach a class, I say questions because that will lead me to where where they I need to go. You know, where yeah. spirit wants you to um, yeah. wants you to. Here's what you need to say. Um, um, and I, have you ever done this? You know, you think you have a talk all prepared, or you have a class all prepared, then all of a sudden, yeah, you just, it changes because <laughs> of the people that all are there. The time. <laughs> It's in all the points here, but I know so-and-so needed to hear this. It was really important. Right. But. Yeah. yeah, I'll have a class prepared because I'm a Virgo. I like to be prepared, right? <laughs> so I'll have a class all prepared. I'll walk in the door. Oh, we're not teaching that tonight? Nope, something else. <laughs> and the whole class is completely different than what I planned, but they, they keep me occupied letting me plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you've got a lot of classes there. I I do when I walk into a class. I I think within one class I'll have three different lessons lesson plans that I could pull from if ever I need to, yeah. or I'll just pull from the air. Um, wanted to stop again and tell people, um, you're in our this church is in Arlington. It's the Greater Boston Church of Spiritualism, mm -hmm. and it's uh, first service is coming up September 10th, right? Yeah, yeah. and uh, it'll go through the year until 10:30 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. So uh, join her, um, sign up for the classes if you want to join. Do you have to be a member to take the classes? Um, not for the introduction class. Okay. Yeah, and once you take the introduction class, if you want to go into the other development classes, you need to commit to being a member. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Good. That just means you support the church being there. You know, cool. they pay a membership fee, and it means you want the church to continue you know yeah. because about that membership you know we can't depend on a lot of income you know it's funny people give a lot of money to other religions but not so much to spiritualism because there's no guilt you know like we don't sell guilt we you're responsible for you and we don't make people we you know if you make a mistake learn from it and grow from it that's a purpose to it. You know, we don't we know that you're loved no matter what. No matter what, you are loved. And you will always be embraced by love when you cross over. So there's a little note here that September 10th, as being your first service, is also your birthday. Yes, it is. <laughs> is it gonna be cake? Oh, yeah. We always have cake for my birthday. We usually have a cake once a month. The first week of the month, I think we usually have a cake for the like the, all the birthdays in September or all the birthdays in October. We'll get a cake. Yeah, we'll have a cake. I saw, it was on your, your Facebook page and I was like, what is with all these cakes? <laughs> so, yes, we have a lot of September birthdays. Yeah. A lot of Virgos. Yeah. yeah, a lot of Virgos. Yeah. So, so please show up. Um, just also I want to I like to remind people who I am, Nancy. You can find more about me at angelscapes.net. I'm also an ordained minister um in the spiritualist tradition. And I also am, am teaching um some mediumship classes coming up in the fall. You can reach out and uh, I'm going to combine um, spirit arts with the mediumship classes. So we're going to be um, proving continuity of life using some artwork too. So, so it's a little um, something that I do and love and uh, I can't do enough of. So I wanted to start teaching people how to, how to do that. So 
So that was my little commercial break that I'd like to insert in the middle of it. And you'll be doing our fair as well. You'll be doing readings at our fair. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, i We had. I have so many things were going through my head, and I'm trying to focus. Is there anything you want to um, mention here that maybe I haven't thought to ask? Well, you mentioned earlier how people find find spiritualism at a later time. I right. think I think that's absolutely true. That where we Come to it as we're ready. Mm -hmm. And I think if people are people aren't forced to come into our churches, like I find if people are dragged there, they're not ready. You know, they find it at the right time in their life. Uh, when you know, like you have these moments of awakening. I know in my life I did. I had a moment of awakening when I was turning 40. You know, when you start asking that question, what am I here for? You know, what's this life about? Am I just going to work every day and then go retire and sit in a rocking chair in Florida? Is that really what this is about? You know, that's when I started asking those questions and thinking there's more to life, you know, and I couldn't quite find what it was that I was meant to do. But I eventually I did find the spiritualist church. I remember going for a reading um, when I turned 40. It was a birthday present. Uh, my sisters took me to Salem to get a reading, and we found Angelica of the Angels. Yeah, St. Barbara. Barbara yeah. Stefanski, yeah. And um, that first reading changed my life. But the thing that changed my life about it wasn't so much, I, I know the medium brought me my mother and I was surprised, you know, it was the first time, but she told me that God loved me. And I, that hit me in my heart. And I was raised a Catholic. I was very much a part of the Catholic church. I was on the pastoral council at the time. And um, I went through Catholic school and of course never, you're taught that God loves you, but you're also taught many other things that you're afraid of God. And in that moment when she said, God loves you, it hit me in my heart and I actually believed it for the first time in my life at 40. Um, and it totally changed my life. Wait. Oh, that's terrific. Changed my life completely. I started to believe that and live in alignment with God. And I started to, you know, I had this special prayer that I've said every day that really just gives my life to God and lets God lead. And I think that's, I let God lead. And I was fascinated always with angels. When I was a kid, I played with angels. And, the, you know, I followed and read every book I could. And eventually I was led to the spiritualist church in Wonderton by Barbara Safransky. And I just knew that's what I was meant to do because I had had this vision of me putting light into people's heads. Not a clue what that meant. Didn't know what healing was, knew nothing at all. Nothing oh, on a spiritual level uh, other than Catholicism. And But I had this, I used to meditate when I was in church and I had this, um, 
vision of light coming out of my hands and going into the top of people's heads. And I thought, what is that about? Not a clue until I walked into the spiritualist church. And there I saw the laying on of hands. And I thought, ah, that's my vision. That's what I'm meant to do. Interesting. Interesting. That's what I start, where I started to just be a healer. That was my, all I wanted to do was be a healer. And then um, I started taking the mediumship course and started taking the education courses through the American Federation. And I wanted to learn more. And I, then I ended up in the ministry. And never was that in my plan, but I find when you say yes to spirit, spirit just keeps moving you through new doors. You know, you say yes to one thing and then up, oh, now I'm a minister. Oh my God, I'm a pastor. How did that happen? <laughs> I just keep saying yes to spirit. <laughs> and there's never any end, which is great. Is you awesome. know, there's no retiring from spirit. <laughs> no, no. I, I was listening to a, a lecture by, a, a, well, I think it's Tony Stockwell, a well-known medium. And he said, you know, we kind of, um, in spiritualism, you kind of really peak in your 80s. You, you get the 70s, you're really cresting up and you're at your height. And, and I said, oh, I guess I have a little time then. But I yeah. like, we're looking at retirement. We're looking at, well, this is it. But um, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a life path, not a career. It's a life path. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's what I asked for, you know, when I was thinking about, well, is this really all that is? Do I want to just sit down and retire after, you know, when I'm 65 or whatever? Uh, and it wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to do something that I could do till the day I died, you know, that was be fulfilling and helped people, you know. And, and that's what I think the joy of being a spiritualist is I can help people release the fear of death you know yeah. i can tell people when it's the, when they're afraid and worried you know about passing and let them know that their loved ones are there that they'll be welcomed home uh, and so many people are suffering from grief when you can bring them the evidence that their loved one is fine you're okay you know, when they're, they're safe that that heals so much uh, just a, a little tiny piece of evidence heals your heart like that you know when my sister passed um and i was deep in grief and um one of the mediums we were on a zoom service actually and she brought me a piece of evidence when when my she was dying i said to her i tell me what it's like over there i want you to tell me what it's like the first thing out of the medium's mouth was, I have this woman who keeps telling me it's so beautiful over here. So beautiful over here. So she answered my question in, a, in the first thing she said. And then she brought me a piece of evidence that no one could understand but me. And yep. it was so absolute that it was her. Uh -huh. And I felt my heart just open in that moment. Mm. And, you know, even though I was grieving, I was so thrilled that I knew she was fine. I knew she made it and she was happy. That's wonderful. And that's what we can do for others. You know, when you, I think uh, Dominic talks about you have to know grief. To be a good medium, you have to know what it feels like to grieve. And 
not only do you have to know what it feels like to grieve, you have to know how it feels like to be healed from that, of that grief with that evidence. And well, so we reach for that. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard, I've heard um, many people say that mediums have been touched by something deep. They have been, uh, something big has happened in their lives to, uh, the, where, they, where they think about life a little bit differently and that they're searching for a little bit more um, I have seen um, in some of some of the readings, of course, and I'm sure you have too, where a uh, spirit will come through and not be quite welcomed um, or, or, or off-putting because this person caused significant pain in their life. And mm-hmm. I don't want to hear from them, but, but then they'll hear from them, this, the medium will bring through um, the message and um, there is healing and hearing from somebody, a parent or or whoever it is that has, has hurt you and hear them come from heaven is the, it's a very positive message usually. And it's very loving and it's very healing. So um, that's the other part of this that people sometimes are, I don't know, I don't want, cause I'm afraid to hear from such and such. If I, if I hear from my dad, I'll be so angry and upset. And then son of a gun, they hear from their dad and they're like, they're, they're like, Oh, I never thought of it like that. The messages from spirit can be very profound. And they're alive, they're developing, they're growing, they're learning, what did I choose to do in my life? Um, And they're coming into a balance of, it's it's a cause and effect. They're so much deeper, you get, they get, they bring an understanding of why, what happened to them, to Mm -hmm. make them that way. And, you know, it's deeper than just, I'm sorry. You know, it helps to give the person that they've hurt an understanding. You know, so they can come to a place of forgiveness and that this person that has understood that, you know, how it felt, what they did. And, you know, that that's what it's about. You know, we're healing spirits on both sides of the veil. Well, that's that's, on the other side, too. Yeah, we are healing. We yeah, I I have come to realize that so many times that as we accept spirit's messages, we're loving them back. Yes. So they're feeling our love as much as we're feeling, hopefully feeling their love. And um, so I just wanted to mention that deeper aspect of, of spiritualism too, that that healing that couldn't happen while they were alive. Um, I, I had a message um, from a medium um, uh, regarding my mother um, and she had been uh, very ill for wow, 17 years, you know, and um, it was her mental capacity was very, very low. And there were so many things that could not be said. And when the medium brought her through and uh, was very specific about um, things that uh, my mother had experienced, some some things that I had experienced with her that were so painful that you you couldn't make sense out of them. And she made sense out of them. Not, mm. I mean, there's I still have a list of questions for God when I get to heaven, but, but, but that was, um, I'm not sure I could have gotten that anywhere else except for, you know, this very caring and loving medium. That mm-hmm. yeah. so. And that's where the real healing comes from. Yeah. The, the, 
real full understanding of what was going on in their lives. And I find they often give us purposes of things that you say, what could the purpose be of, you know, this experience? How could that have helped? And then they bring through this wisdom that helps you completely understand that you needed that in your life. You needed that experience, you know, and uh, I always have a big uh, question for spirit about mental illness. You know, why do people have to have mental illness or, you know, be diminished, you know, as they get older? But so often they come through and say, it served me. You know, it served them in their journey, but it served their soul or it served the souls around them. It brought others into a place of understanding and compassion. And so many illnesses are gifts to people to for them to be able to use their gifts of healing. You know, like I once I worked in the operating room and I used to take care of patients before their surgery. And I had this one woman, I swear she was an angel, and she had this horrible disease that little by little her was being amputated, you know, because um, I can't remember the exact details of the illness, but she was so sweet and so gentle and so kind you know, when we were, I was trying to help her. Oh, it's okay, dear. You know, like she was just so sweet. And I realized she was an angel on earth and she was bringing me an opportunity to show compassion and love. And all the people that cared for her, she just gave us that opportunity to be the health workers that cared for her. Because without sick people, what a healthcare workers do. <laughs> you well, know what I mean? That's a big part of who you are is, a, a, you know, like people that become nurses and doctors and aides and caretakers, they're using the gifts of their soul and they need to use those, you know, to bring that love and compassion to others to help. But part of what people go through is a gift to them which I never thought of before. You know, there's a gift all the way around. She was giving to me and I was giving to her. So there's, it's just such a circle of love that happens in life experiences that we're not always aware of until after when we look back on them. That's a beautiful story, Mary. That, that's very, um, it's more than a story, but that's very encouraging that people can show us what we need to know, you know, I, yeah. I think yeah. that back to any difficult yeah. um, relationship is like, you showed me so much. And yeah. uh, that's where the aspect of forgiveness can come in when you do the healing, realize there was something here to be learned, or there was something here to be understood. And, um, and the forgiveness is about letting um, untethering from the disappointment and moving into the growth and the learning and I think that's another place where spiritualism really helps um, people to yeah. uh, take that next step um, from from this difficult place in life to I can yeah. I, I can do this I can I can be fuller. Where we talked we started with the show we opened up with uh, to remind people to come out of their shells to be more that they can be, and um, but the message is more than that. It's like forgive and step through and then step through and then look you're you're in this bigger life you know it's it's not it's not just a 
you can do a kind of thing. It's there's steps. Steps to go through, to let go and to become, to be free. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when we hold on to things that hold us back, like, uh, you know, when we're angry at people for things that they've done, we have to get to a place of forgiveness and be able to let go so that we can truly live and be free and be the loving beings because that's when we're happy. We're happy when we're loving, aren't we? (laughs) We're miserable when we're not. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. So true. So true. I am so glad you joined us and I I really hope you can join us again. and talk a little bit. It's been a lot of fun. Oh my God, it's five of eight. Time flies when you're having fun. It does. Maybe we could um, talk about sometimes those deeper steps of healing that are part of of mediumship. That would be an awesome topic. Um, But uh, Mary, you just you just had a breath of fresh air. You breathe the life in into the spiritual. Your I know your spiritual community. You just breathe life into it and. People adore you. And I can see by many of the comments um, that are floating by here on Facebook that uh, people are just loving you up. And um, you bring, one comment was, Mary brings that much needed healing in such a loving and beautiful way. And which is, this is inspiring me to say, let's talk about healing some more next time. Yeah, <laughs> but, well, it's all about healing. Yeah. Always, you know, and and I think the biggest thing that spiritualism teaches us is to take responsibility for ourselves, to look at what we need to work on ourselves. Never mind out here, work in here. Work in here, and you're not alone working in here. Um, yeah, you all the help you need in there. <laughs> grew up with the big family and the Catholic guilt, and you should know how to do it. I shouldn't have to tell you, and um. And I, but stepping into the, a community, a spiritualist community, what it's brought to me is um, steps, step by step. You're not alone. Right, not alone. And the community of a church is so important because you, you get to be with people that are going through the same things, going through the development, have the same kind of questions you have. And sometimes out in the world, you don't feel as accepted. You know, people aren't in the same mind frame as you and they don't understand what you're talking about oh i felt the presence of spirit today you know and spirit brought me this oh i found a feather today you know on the little signs that our loved ones bring and people you know who don't understand they just look at you like you have two heads really you know you can't say that to everybody but in a in a like-minded community like a church you know, you ha- and you have that support, you know, people are very supportive, I know, especially when there's difficulties that you're going through, you know, a, a church community is there for you, yeah. you know, and, and we're there to support you and help you every step of the way when, when life throws you lemons, you know, we make lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Also, we have a place. Um, I don't in in our outside community. I mean, in the outside world, uh, with the different communities, there's not a lot of um, conversation about death and dying and and what that is all about. Mm-hmm. And I feel like within the spiritual community and traditions, like we we face that right right down and say, okay, yeah. you know, head on. <laughs> 
it's not a taboo subject. We talk about death every Sunday. You know, we bring them through because death's just a doorway. It's just a natural part of life. We're all going to have, going to go through that doorway someday. We're all going to die. And so when we recognize that it's just a doorway, we are letting go of this physical body, but we're moving into the freedom of our spiritual body. You know, when we're moving into that place of light and love, where we're welcomed and, and loved. How can you be afraid of that? Well, that's what is so wonderful about hanging out with you guys, us guys. Yeah, yeah. You can't be afraid of it anymore. You know, you can embrace it. And I really do feel like when we're when we embrace death, when it's our time, I'm not telling anybody to go when it's not their time, but when it's our time, we don't struggle. We embrace it and surrender so that we move to the spirit side a lot easier than if we're afraid of death, then you're struggling and fighting against it and not letting yourself just surrender to that love. Absolutely agree with that. That is absolutely. And, I, and I've heard it said from a well, shamanic point of view is that if, when we face our death, well, actually some of the um, shamanic traditions, will they actually take you through deep meditation where you're facing your own death? Because once you keep that appointment with death and know that you have an appointment with death, you're free to live your life on, on more completely in the present moment. You're not chasing, the, the fears aren't chasing you down. You're just like, I got this, I'm alive and I'm having the best life possible because I'm not afraid of this. Yeah. And that's, a, a, I feel one of the biggest gifts spiritualism has given me that feeling after, you know, and, and it, like I said before, I watched my mom suffer for 17 years and that took the breath out of me a few times, several times. And and I've yeah. been wondered and wondered, and there's been a beautiful um, coming back into um, what is the meaning of life after watching something like that. And I, it is the beautiful grace of spirit. Um, yeah. That's what I had to say that out loud. <laughs> well, that's beautiful. Yeah. It so, is a grace of spirit. Yeah. So I want to invite everybody. We're, we're winding down. I want to invite everyone to, to look at the website, at least to show up to church, the greater Boston church of spiritualism.com and uh, visit Mary and her community and um, be uplifted and see if this is a good fit for you. Um, and as you guys know, I always bring in people who will help you with your spiritual development, who are available to you and are easily accessible. And um, so please use these tools to help your spiritual growth, because this is this is what it's about in this life, our spiritual growth and our connection to one another. So as I as I say goodnight to Mary and, and end this episode, I, I just want to um, thank everybody and, and spirit for coming together um, to listen to all these messages. So I want you to go out and find your soul and find your power and live the best life possible. And thank you, Nancy, for inviting me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for joining the Angelscapes podcast. We hope you've gained new insights and inspiration for your journey to uncover and access your soul's power. For more information and a deeper dive into finding clarity in your life, go to angelscapes.com. Remember to subscribe so you can be part of the discussion. 
it may just change your life. See you next time.